Welcome to the Lioness Queen Podcast. Your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha, founder, speaker, spiritual coach, and licensed minister, shares how she overcame the emotional trauma from divorce with her faith in God. Now let's jump into your daily dose of letting go of the past and living totally residue free. Here's your host, Reverend Dr. Marisha. Welcome back. Welcome back, my Lioness Queens. This is the third Tuesday in the month of October 2020. Again, we are down three months left in this year 2020. Man, what a blessing to be alive one more day. Actually, I'm really excited today because this is actually my 30th episode by myself, um, which is such a milestone and an honor to have gotten this far (laughs) with my 30th episode and have 2.5 thousand downloads. Um, And I I started in uh, the last week of February to God be all the glory. And I definitely want to thank you, my audience, for your support and encouragement over these past uh, few months, you know, it's like, I, I, my, my schedule is really busy. I'm a full-time school, high school counselor, a part-time adjunct professor, a wife, a wife, a mother. Um, and then I have other responsibilities and providing you with words of encouragement week after week is so enriching for me. And not to mention fun as well. Like I mentioned before, I love pouring into you what God pours into me. But the, the you can best believe that the word is a two-edged sword. And so I'm encouraged as well as I'm encouraging you. Sometimes when God gives me a word, I'm, I'm just surprised even myself from what he says through me. But I know it is all God. Amen. So let's get right into today's episode. We are still holding on to the theme of the detour of 2020. Before we get started, you know how we do it on the Lioness Queen podcast. Uh, I love starting out with either a quote or a poem to get our episode started. And I found this quote from an American. He's He's an American author, a motivational speaker, and also a salesman by the name of Zig Ziglar. Uh, And he has a lot of different quotes um, that he's written. And it's a very short one. And the quote says, failure is a detour, not a dead end street. Isn't that powerful? Let me say it again. Failure is a detour, not a dead end street. And so oftentimes when we think about failures, or even trials or tribulations of life, we think that a detour indicates um, that the promises of God won't happen. It, 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 It feels as if the promises of God is something far from our reach. And it is easy to assume that the detour is a dead end due to three things. One, timing. 
Two, direction. Three, the unknown. And it all indicates uh, that God is not doing what he originally promised he would do. And so I want to go through these three things or these three assumptions, what I say, that makes us create a false narrative in our mindset. And as a result, we believe that the detour is, is a dead end, not a promise. And I was trying to think about who I could use in order to explain this. But I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of life lessons to be learned from the children of Israel. And I know we've talked about them before, but this is like the best uh, group of people, an example uh, of people that God selected and chose. However, the children of Israel created a false narrative in their mindset that led them, unfortunately, to their demise. Sadly, that first generation, because of their mindset, never reached the promised land because they were so stuck on the detour that they never fully believed that the wilderness experience was temporary. And as a result, they gave up before the promise. And many of us do that. We give up before the promise. So first of all, let's talk about timing. So timing plays a huge role in how we create a false narrative in our mindset that actually is only based on a delay, not necessarily um, connected to the promises of God. Many of us have heard the famous saying that a delay is never a denial. But for some reason, when God's timing does not align with our timing, we give up before the promise even manifests. We, we let go of holding on to the promise and unfortunately believe the lies of the enemy. The children of Israel became tired of waiting because they felt God did not respond the way that they thought he should respond. And sadly, they forgot that God is the God of proficiency. He is the God of perfection. He may not come when you want him, but he is always an on-time God. If the children of Israel would have just done some introspection of all of the times and ways when God showed up for them right in the nick of time, they would have had a different outcome. Oftentimes we ourselves get amnesia at times and we are so focused on the detour or the delay that we fail to remember that God is an on-time God. The issue that we have as human beings, and it definitely, I would say, is one of our flaws, is that we live in a, a very fast-paced society. I, I call it a drive-through society and and we have access to so many things quickly that we also use this belief system with the things of God so when it doesn't work in that regard we give up we stop believing in the promise and we have to remember that God cannot be manipulated to do anything he did not will to do 
The word even says in 2 Peter 2, 8, that in his eyes, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years as, as one day. But our human side, our flesh really struggles with timing, especially as it, as it relates to something we strongly desire. I'm pretty sure you can think of some examples of some things that you really desired, that you really wanted from God, that you prayed for, that you asked God for. But because there was a delay, because there was a detour, you stopped believing. I truly believe there are two things that God is always trying to show us in his timing. One, He's trying to expand our faith. And two, he's always trying to show off who he is. But oftentimes we, you know, we can believe in what God is doing within a certain time frame. That's what we do. In a certain time frame, I I can believe. But sometimes God wants to stretch us even more to help us to believe wholeheartedly no matter what we see in the natural. I'm sure there are some things that you even prayed for that that didn't happen right away and you forgot about it. And then some kind of way, he showed up and showed off right in the nick of time and you didn't even expect it. This This is who our God is. Remember, we we do not control God's will and his ways. But be certain, he is a God who responds. He never sleeps. He never slumbers. He is always on assignment. He is always looking to see how he can manifest his glory in your life. I must personally, I must say personally in my life, and this is the introspection, that God either has answered my prayers Or he gave me something even greater than my original prayers. Or sometimes he closed doors that really were not in my favor or best interest, but still some kind of way turned around still for my good. But in this process of the detour, we must be patient like a farmer. To believe that one day you will see a harvest. In addition, God is always trying to show himself strong in your life. He loves showing off. He wants to use your story for his glory. When God uses your story, he wants there to be no doubt of who brought the promise into fruition. If you even look at your life right now, you already know that if it had not been for God on your side, especially in your deepest valleys, you do not know where you would be. See, God doesn't want you to be able to take any credit for the things that he's done in your life. But he he often has to remind us of who he is and all the power and authority that he has in the palm of his hands. The second assumption that we typically make connects to direction. 
right? The direction in this detour. So in other words, why take a detour when we can just go from point A to point B? Why did God allow me to take this path in my life? See, God sometimes takes us in a direction that would not appear to lead us to the promise. But based on what we see in the natural, it seems as if the detour is taking us to a dead end. How many, how many times have you experienced a detour, a detour in your life and you automatically assume that either there was no promise at the end or you made a mistake that blocked you from the promises of God. But no matter what you may have assumed or may have even done, God's detour is never a dead end. But our mindset automatically assumes that the detour or the crooked path was not the way God ordained. But Proverbs 16, 9 says, The heart of a man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. We fail to realize that everything that we experience has come across his desk first, which means he knows how it will start. He knows what happens in the middle and he knows how it's going to end. As a result, we we fail to forget that God is all-knowing, omniscient, who allow, he allows these detours in our life to happen. But he only allows it so that we can ultimately put all of our faith, our hope, our trust in him. The problem with the children of Israel is that when they finally arrived at the promised land, they heard about who was inhabiting the promise. In the promised land, there were some people there. There was there was opposition there. And sadly, their mindset shifted back to when they were in Egypt. They went back in their minds to a place where God had delivered them from. But due to the time, the timing, due to the opposition, they developed a fear that took them from fully trusting in who God was and all the miracles that he had performed for them over the years. Their mindset went back. They felt they had came to a dead end place that God ordained and set up for their demise. Interesting. It's so interesting that all of the different miracles, signs, and wonders that they experienced, even the miracle at the Red Sea, even the miracles that God had performed for them, the food. I mean, God, it did, it did so much for them. But sadly, their mindset shifted and stopped believing. And as a result, God got fed up with their negativity and their doubt. It's like God felt like, how much more do I have to do to prove to you who I am? And as a result, he sent them back into the wilderness 
where they died. And many in that generation never got to see the promised land because they gave up before seeing the promise. Remember, the detour is never a dead end. And so God allows things to happen in our life. He allows detours in our lives only to get us to trust in him wholeheartedly. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we have to get to a point when we realize that God is Alpha and Omega. He knows everything thing. He knows everything that's going on in this detour. He's already foreseen your future. He's already foreseen how you're going to get out of this. He's already foreseen what resources he will use to move you beyond what you see in the natural. He's already foreseen how you will conquer the giants in your life. And he's already foreseen how long this detour will take, even in this pandemic. But see, God is expecting something from you because all of the the blessings and miracles that he has done in your life, great and small, he expects you to put your faith, your hope, your trust in who he is. Oftentimes we believe he is the God of the Bible. All of the, the stories in the Bible and the parables in the Bible, but it's not enough for God to be the God of Abraham and Moses and Sarah and Jacob and Paul and Peter and the disciples, all of those greats in the Bible. No, he wants to be a God you believe in, you have hope in, you can totally put your trust in. He wants to be your God that is credible, reliable, and dependable. But this can only happen when you believe that he is with you, even in the valley of the shadow of death, which is what? The detour. Most detours are not a completed path. Most detours don't seem really adequate enough for you to even try to go through. Most detours don't even seem bright enough to even know where to walk, where to go, right? But even in the valley or the detour, God says, what? Don't be afraid because I got you. My rod and staff will comfort you. I'm here to give you rest. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to protect you through this detour, but you got to trust me. That's the question. Do you trust me? It's sad when we trust everyone else but we fail to trust in God. Now, truth be told, sometimes we can be so overwhelmed that we, our faith, gets tested in a way that we sometimes don't even have the words to pray for. But the word of God says, when my flesh and my heart may fail, God is still my strength and my portion forever. Which means the day it end is never. It's never a reality. The detour 
never leads to a dead end. It always leads to a promise. But only if you believe. Now God cannot be placed in a box. Especially in how he moves in our lives. He's always looking for ways to display his dutimous power. Love, splendor, and glory. He is a God who wants you to have no doubt in who he is. This is why he got frustrated with the children of Israel when they faced opposition. When they saw the giants, they felt they weren't good enough. They weren't worthy enough. They weren't strong enough to conquer the land. But that was the wrong perspective. We talked about perspective. We talked about mindset. All of those different pieces set up your mind in a way whether you are going to believe or not. God wanted them to have more of a perspective in who he was and what he could do to give them the power, the strength, and the ability to conquer the giants. But they gave up before the promise. If you think about it, this happens to us as well. We're faced with detours in our life that we didn't expect. And as a result, we look within ourselves for the answers versus looking to God and waiting in the detour for the answer. (laughs) Whoa, let me say that again. We're faced with detours in our lives that we didn't expect. And as a result, we look within ourselves for the answer versus looking to God and waiting in the detour for the answer. We think God is going to use us in a way that will conquer what we are going through. But God never wants us to get big headed where we feel we had anything to do with winning the battle. He wants us always to answer that question in a way that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I don't know where I would be. Third, the third assumption is based on the unknown. Things that are not familiar to us. When we are faced with unknown circumstances, it really throws us, it throws us off our game. Sometimes life has a way of tricking our minds to thinking that we have everything figured out. You know, once you reach a certain age, career, relationship status, skills, etc., where we feel you know, kind of confident that we figured out life. We've done our best to learn the lessons that God has taught us or trying to teach us. We've learned what not to do from the mistakes we made in the past. But every now and again, God throws in a curveball of what I call the unknown. Uh, Yes, the curveball of the unknown. Let me tell you, when God throws this curveball, it throws us off that we kind of sometimes go back to the drawing board. We're so off balance that we don't even know how to stand. Experiencing things that are unfamiliar to our lives or the life of someone else we personally know really challenges our faith in a way that it is kind of hard to comprehend. For example, in the beginning of this year, this pandemic threw us a curveball. It threw us 
off balance in our faith. We struggled as a people, believers and non-believers, to understand what in the world God was doing. We developed all these questions. Like, what is God doing to us? What in the world are we going to do? How are we going to live? Why do we all feel like we're on punishment, stuck in the house? I mean, in a nutshell, we fail to remember that no matter what is going on in the world or in our lives, that God has the final say. Just like the popular saying says, you know, we like to put periods in a place where God puts commas. We often give up so quickly because the circumstances are so overwhelming. Again, we look within ourselves for the answer instead of expecting the great or expecting miracle signs and wonders to happen from God. And so my question for you today, Linus Queens, where are your expectations today? God is the God of the past, present, and future. And so if he is Alpha and Omega, then why are you giving up so quickly? Why are you quitting before you see what the end is going to be? Why are you doubting what God can do when he has done so many things for you before you have a track record? Why are you getting nervous about the opposition when your God is greater than anything that you may face? This is not the time, Linus Queens, to give up. This is not the time to quit like the children of Israel, but this is the time to ground yourself in God's word and believe only. Remember, faith is not something we see in the natural, but believing in something we cannot see and something that may have we've never experienced or done before in our life. This is the place that God wants us to be in a place where we don't box him in, close him in, set boundaries on what he's capable of doing for you. I love that Israel, Israel New Breed song, No Limits, because this is a season we are in right now. No limits, no limits. I want to scream this out to the world because there are no limits to what God can do because the detour is not a dead end. God still intends for his promises to come to pass in your life. He still intends for you to arrive at the promised land like you're supposed to. Do not get distracted by the wilderness experiences. Do not get distracted by this pandemic because eventually, guess what? A change is going to come if you put your faith, your hope, and your trust in God. Whatever you are going through right now, this is the time. This is the time. This is the hour for you to ground yourself and believe that God can do exceedingly abundantly above you can ever ask or think. When the word talks about eyes have not seen, no ears heard, that means that God has no limits in how he will help you in your situation. Just because you've never experienced it before doesn't mean anything. God can move any type of way. He can even move in a way you've never seen before, you've never heard before, nobody has ever experienced before. God loves doing you as people being the first. If you remember in the movie Hidden Figures, there was a woman who was the first, right? Sometimes God loves doing things that sounds too good to be true. That's the type of God we serve. Take off the limits. 
take the limits off. And when you take the limits off, then you're in the right place of expectation. God wants you to be in that space of expectation that your journey on this detour will still get you to the promised land. Even when you see construction signs up, even when you see dead signs up, dead end signs up, even when you see beware, warning signs up, this is the perfect time to raise your expectations of what God is going to do in your life. He may not come when you want him, <laughs> ah, but he's an on time God. Don't stop. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. No limits. <laughs> no limits. This detour is not a dead end. It's not a dead end. But it is trying to get you to raise your expectation into who God is and to get you to the promised land. Amen. Reverend Dr. Marisha, your lioness queen, let's go ahead and declare our weekly chant over our lives. Amen. Repeat after me. I am a lioness queen. God wants me to rise up. He wants me to take my rightful place as the queen I am. He wants me to be residue-free, intentional in my fight, stand on the Word of God, realize I am a masterpiece, I am, I am, I am enough. I am a lioness queen with a purpose. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining the Lioness Queen podcast. Please subscribe and write a review. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. I would love to hear how this message empowered you. Come back next Tuesday at 3 p.m. for more from your Lioness Queen.